We're up to the third parak of Nesivei Chinuch, and we're going to review now what we did in the last chapter. He said, just like every painting depends on the canvas, just like all plants need to have the right atmosphere to grow. We don't have any palm trees growing in Brooklyn. So too, Chinuch Yehudi, Deirish Avira Miyuchadim. In order to have a Chinuch Yehudi, you need to have the right atmosphere. The atmosphere makes a big deal. There are three parts of the atmosphere. Sviva Toiva, who the child is surrounded by. Hayrim that have Tchunas HaNefesh, that is very good. If the kids grow up in that place where the parents act like animals and they don't act proper and they're not nice and they're not forgiving and they're full of anxiety, that affects the child. And he can't have a chinuch Yehudi. He's not open to have a Jewish chinuch for, as we said in the first chapter, we're talking about not just teaching not teaching material, that's not chinuch, that's only one part of chinuch. You have to know math, you have to know mishnayis. That's the teaching, that's the information. But there's the nefesh, ruach, or neshama, that closes up when there's anxiety and intense things going on. So the nefesh mishubacha shalahayrim, the midas mishubachas of the hayrim, is what makes the child open to be able to absorb Yiddish Midis and Avira Matima, which means once we have the good Sviva and the parents who behave normally, you have to create in your home a nice Sviva, a Jewish atmosphere. And that's how he said, Pshat Avram Avinu, Hashem said, Lech Lechoy, in order to have Yitzchak, first you have to go out. You have to leave over Artzacha, Meladatacha, Mebeisavicha. The land, the country, the Geburtsplatz, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know where that come from. That's something... Right, I had that just a, a flashback from when I was a kid. Right? Um, the the Artzacha, which is the land, there's the community, you're black, and then there's the Mibay Savicha. And he said, L'chair, it's the opposite. First, when you're going on a big trip, first you leave your house, then you leave your town, and then you leave your country. So why does it say it the opposite? The answer is he was t- Hashem was telling him not physically, not only physically what to leave physically from, but the avoida to create a Yitzchak was that Avraham Avinu grew up in this place where there was influences from all around. And Hashem said, first you have to get away from the influence of Artzacha. Everyone is influenced by the land that he lives in. We're all influenced. We're Americans. We're influenced by living in America. There's no question about it that there's an influence growing up in America that's different than growing up in Meisharim. Growing up in Israel, growing up in different countries, and imagine even different times. Growing up in America in the 1950s was totally different than growing up in America today. Totally different. They had, they used to have in the olden days um, a little bit of, you know, they had their way, the, the, a certain fineness to them, they had certain standards. Someone told me in 1970 on television, they were not allowed, in the 70s, not that long ago, they weren't allowed to say the word pregnant. They couldn't say it. She's carrying a child. They had unbelievable standards, for Gaim anyway, and all of that, look in the last 50, 60 years, you can't even imagine where this is heading. So they had standards. Even Gaisha women, they waited till they got married to be with a man, and they were embarrassed if they weren't. Now it's like if you're not doing these things, you're nuts, you're a Meshuggah, something's wrong with you. Okay, according to Rabbi Vigda Miller, it started with Kennedy. Other people say in the 60s because they all broke f- free and that knocked out deference to elders and that took out Kabbalah Savicha and any kind of covet for authority, whatever it is. But look at the world that you're growing in today. So yes, that makes a difference. So Hashem said, you have to go away from Artzacha. You have to go away from Mailadatacha, from, from the neighborhood that influences you. And Mibay Savicha, every person, a lot of people... Like, for example, we have a lot of parents that tell me they can't hug their kids because they didn't get hugs. 
So you see that the way that you grew up in your house, it can tie you down. Ad kadekach, that you don't hug your own children, which is not a normal healthy thing. Healthy people hug their kids. Avram Avinu hugged Yitzchak. Yitzchak hugged Yaakov. Hugging is not a... a uh, and yet, you see how people can be influenced by the way that they grew up, that it, it affects them. So in order to create Yitzchak, the next dar, Avraham Avinu first had to separate himself from any negative influence in any kind of way. Spiritually, emotionally, we, ha- we have a lot of work to do. Then we can have already a Yitzchak. And that's why he said that it's interesting that Avraham Avinu had ten nisiyanis. Yitzchak doesn't say that he had ten nisiyanis. Because Avraham Avinu had to bring out his... His, his ability, which is what an Nisayan does. The Nisayan brings out your challenges to build muscle, and he needed to because he came from over there, from the negative influence. Yitzchak grew up in the home of Avram and Sarah. He didn't have to do all of that. He was born on top of the mountain, as they say. And then he said a beautiful vart about Chas and Kala. Why do they get mechilo b'yayim chupasai? The Taratiz goes, before you're going to go ahead and have children, you can't walk into that marriage unless you're lech lecha, me'artzacha, me'latacha, me'besavicha. And we're supposed to do tshuva, but we're not on the level of Avraham Avinu. So Hashem in His b'roiv rachma, and Hashem in His mercy, gives us for free forgiveness for whatever we couldn't clean up, because otherwise it's impossible to build a family. And then he says, after the chas and kala get forgiven from Hashem, their job is now to take that clean slate, and to build the proper avirah to raise children. Then he said that this brings out the importance of the avirah, the atmosphere. Aviras habayis mechanchem b'yoyser b'ein oimer v'ein devarim. The atmosphere of the home is mechanach the children more without saying anything. It's so true. Think about it. Somebody grows up by Rav Pam. He's going to grow up differently. What did Rav Pam say? The chinuch part that, we're, that we have to deal with to be mechanach to children is way too late. 95 or 99% is the atmosphere that you grow up in. And you see different homes with different atmospheres. Some parents tell me they grow up such a yeshivish family, such a chasidish family. And, and, you know, I have to tell my kids, I have to tell my kids, do you know how you're raising your children on such a high standard, how much it, it already is so high? Do you know that I spoke to a friend of mine who grew up, he's about 20 years older than me, he grew up in Tari Vadas, 20 years before me. He's an unbelievable person, a huge Talmud Chacham, a big Baal Chesed. We would all be very happy if our children ended up like him. And he's a beautiful, beautiful family. And he was telling me in Tari Vadas, the way he grew up, do you know how much we tightened up the standards for our children to be that same regular, typical from person, what's normal? Do you know that you, he said we used to learn an hour Gemara a day? They used to get off Sunday at like 2 o'clock. Everything was totally different. There was no black hats. There was no even white shirt. It, it was a whole different atmosphere. We bar Hashem in a certain way is good. We moved and we moved and we moved and we moved and we moved. And then we're so disappointed when the kids are mamish choked. We don't realize we're, we're raising them on such a high level. Before Chinuch. So that's, a lot of it is very good. The Avirah of the home is very, very beautiful. We play Jewish music and we talk about Jewish things and we create an atmosphere. And that's so important. If the atmosphere is tense, the Avirah of the bias is tense and anxiety, it makes all the kids shrink and not want to be home and not their nefesh closes up like a little flower that closes up and you can't reach the nefesh. So he spoke about the spirit of the home. If you look positive at things, a home where everything and everyone is good, so what happens is two things. There's a big chiddush. The first thing that happens is that you raise your children to be positive people. 
You always say, oh, shul was great, the kiddush was great, the Rebetzin's great, the Rav is fantastic, the vacation was great, the hotel was fantastic, the speeches are great. Everybody always likes to be negative. Hang on, you're raising children. If you raise your children positive, they, they end up being positive people, which is very good because when they're thinking about mommy and daddy, they're also going to be positive. But he says not only do they become people who become positive people, but they want to be good. Because they see everything's good. I want to be part of that world. So they want to be good. That was his chiddush. But a house that everything is negative. Ah, the speech was stupid. What does he know? And everything is negative. Every person, every organization. Oh, you heard that guy. He means for himself. He's selfish. That power of negativity does two things. First of all, your children are going to be negative people. And who wants to have somebody's whole life? You ruin their whole life. Their whole life's experience, 120 years, instead of being happy and it's great and I love everything, everything's good enough, and the hotel was good enough, and the vacation was good enough, and my car is good enough, and my spouse is good enough, and my children, everything's fine. So if you raise a kid from zero to 15 like that, I'm not talking about trauma and kids who go off, you know, I'm talking about regular kids in that spirit. So the rest of, you did them the biggest favor. Because... You know, not everyone's going to be the same, but pretty much everyone will be in that corner of being positive. It's the nicest thing. You raise your kids with negativity and arguing, even if you're fighting about my, my Rebbe and your Rebbe and this Rebbe's that it's you don't realize you're stabbing your children. They're not going to grow up thinking just that Rebbe's bad and this Rebbe's good. They think some Jews are good, some Jews are bad. The Lashon Hara, the, the Kas, the Bad Midas, even if it's Lashem Shemayim, you can do it if you want, if you think it's a good thing, with your friends who are already mature adults. But when you raise kids, four, five, eight, nine, ten years old, and they grow up in that atmosphere, it damages them. But he says even worse than that, not only they become negative people, and not only I'm telling you that they will be negative about you also, because they're also going to be part of their life. And he's ah, they never give me enough, and they're not good enough. But what happens is, he says, a big chiddush, they're going to want to be bad. If everyone else out there is bad... They're going to want to be bad, which is, I still don't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I have a Muna in the Nesiva Shalom that he's right, and I'm trying to understand that, and I'm beginning to understand that we have to work on that. When we're positive, the kids want to be good. When we're negative, not only their negative a- attitude, they want to be bad. So the other part of this was, who do parents look up to? What do you look up to? What paintings do you put on your wall? Who's exciting for you? When a big rub comes to town, are you exciting? Let's go get a bracha. Or are you looking at the um, ball players or other people or rich people or fancy people? Because that shows the kid more than anything. We all know the vart from Ramesha Feinstein, that they asked them, how come so many families in America in the 30s, the 40s, that they were moiser nefesh for Shabbos? And every week they got fired because they wouldn't work on Shabbos and their children went off the derech. Why? So the famous word from Ramesha was because they did it with a krechts. They did it with a krechts. That means that the kids grew up, they didn't just see Tati as moister nefesh or something. So Tati is saying, oh, it's so hard to be a Jew. And, when, and that got in their bones. Why would I want to be a part of that? He says, V'shomu b'nei Yisrael as we have to keep Shabbos, v'shamru, keep Shabbos. What does it mean? We make Shabbos for generations? Yeah. If we do it with a shmeichel, we do it, it's great to be a Jew. I sacrificed it. It's, it's a big nesayin, and a chanami. But if we have a krechts, it's not If we do it with a geshmak, right, then that creates Shabbos. So we have to say that for everything. 
If it's Shver Tzayin Aid that oh you have to go to Shir, oh you have to daven, oh you have to learn, then they're going to be like, what do I Mali Latzara Hazois? What do I need this for? But if I show them that I'm so tired, but I have Simchas Achayim from connecting to Hashem with my Tehillim or my Daf Yomi or whatever it is I'm learning, and that's what gives me Chiyus, and I'm excited that Shabbos is coming, and I'm excited about Yontif, I'm excited about Hanukkah. That excitement is something that when they're four, five, eight, it bakes into them. That if you want to feel good and be excited about life, this is Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit is exciting. But if they see that it doesn't turn us on, and it just becomes to them just a bunch of rules, unfortunately they may say one day, like, I'm not talking about going off the derech, just, why should I want to be like them? So the kids see, who do we look up to? And we have to have a clean and pure house we ended off with. A clean and pure house, without tension, without stress, without tumma. You have to be very careful that the kids should have a chance to grow up in a perfect atmosphere. If parents have issues, go to therapy. Speak to your friends. Go out of the house. But don't bring your negative energy into the house because you're going to poison your kids, God forbid, and then you're going to have many, many problems down the road. Now we go to Parikh Shlishi.